to Favourite Songs by... The podcast where two friends and music industry professionals... Break down our favourite songs... By Desert Island. All time top five. By our favourite artists... Are as follows. To create our own ultimate best ofs playlists. We're your hosts... Nicole Pruch And Kit Atkinson. All right. So, I think we should just probably just jump right in because this is like a behemoth of... It's huge. ...an artist to get through. My... Goodness. I don't think I quite realized what we were getting ourselves in for with this artist. So today's artist is Beck. Beck was born Beck David Campbell on July 8, 1970 in Los Angeles, California, to parents who are both artists. His father is a composer and his mother a visual artist who was a part of Andy Warhol's factory scene back in the day. One could say that creativity ran in the DNA. Beck started playing music around the age of 10, riding the Los Angeles buses, and improvising lyrics to old folk and country blues songs, influences you can hear in his span of releases. With roots in folk music, he has become one of the most genre-defying artists of all time, with a knack for beautifully blending a range of other influences from country, jazz, hip-hop, R&B, pop, and rock. His musical abilities perplexed and intrigued label execs and fans alike with the release of his studio record Mellow Gold in 1994, which led with the instant hit Loser. Beck went on to receive even wider critical acclaim with his follow-up 1996 album Odele, which earned him his first two Grammys, including Best Alternative Music Performance and Best Male Rock Vocal Performance for Where It's At. Beck has released 14 studio albums to date, managing to always stay musically diverse, surprising, and relevant, with a total of seven Grammy wins to his name, most recently earning two for his 2017 release Colors. Throughout his career, Beck has worked with top producers such as Dust Brothers, Nigel Godrich of Radiohead fame, Danger Mouse, and most recently, Pharrell Williams. His collaboration credits are also wide-ranging, having worked with the likes of Charlotte Gainsbourg, Philip Glass, Jenny Lewis, Childish Gambino, and Sia, to name just a few. And he has contributed to soundtracks for The Twilight Saga, Eclipse, True Blood, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, and Lego Movie 2. With a career that has spanned more than 25 years and shows no signs of stopping, one could argue that Beck is one of the greatest artists of our day. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you Favorite Songs by Beck. Bravo. Well done, Nicole. That was Thank an you, essay. I it was great. I feel like we need to give you a certificate for that. <laughs> Do I get an A plus? I worked really hard on that. Really, really hard. Because it was so hard to like, <clears throat> I mean... So hard to condense down. I know. His career is just so long and so all over the place that it's it's really hard to actually research back and get ev- feel like you've actually got everything. Like I Oh, I don't I don't even know if I got everything. Like We've got a lot of albums I guess to go we through, can, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So let's start with our rules recap. One, we'll go through the album releases in chronological order. Two, the artist must be featured on the recordings. Three there must be no more than 12 songs on the final list. Sure. Well, I guess the first album off the rank is, it's kind of weird with Beck because before Mellow Gold, he that was like his first major label release, but he had actually already released albums and was re- releasing quite a lot before then. Um, yeah. 1993's Golden Feelings was his first album. Uh and that was like released on just like a cassette tape, right? Yeah, yeah, just a cassette tape release. Um, yeah, I didn't have any songs from that, Nicole. No, uh, mine start with Mellow Gold, actually. Oh, damn it! 
Okay. Uh, well, following that, there was the 1994 EP, A Western Harvest Field by Moonlight, uh, which links into his love of art through his mother, I believe. Um, hmm. She used to take them to the local LA gallery there. Um, mm-hmm. Then there was 1994's Stereopathic Soul Manure, which I believe, I think it came, came out in January of that year. Um, now, I actually picked a song off that. Um, okay, yeah, let's hear it. Which is Rowboat. Do you know? Oh, is that the one that Johnny Cash ended up covering? Yeah, but it's like, it's actually, it's that such that a story brilliant was so song. crazy. And I actually, I didn't know which album was off. And I'd always loved that song. It was just like, I remember hearing it years ago. I'm not sure where I heard it, but I was like, that's an incredible song. Then I found out that it was Beck. And I really got into that song for quite some time. And then delving back through, I found it again. And I was like, wow, like... This song is such a keeper. Um, I'm a mm. bit worried now now that it's not on your radar. But anyway, it was covered by Johnny Cash on his American 2 Unchained album in 1996. Uh, but yeah, Rowboat off Stereopathic Soul Manure. That's my first track for Beck that I've chosen. Now we get into 94's Mellow Gold. So um, I have to start by saying that I have... <laughs> Don't hate me. I have a total of 31 songs. Yeah, I had 27 songs that I chose in total. Okay, so okay. It's I, that, and that, and I started with 43. So yeah. I broke it down to 31 for our conversation. And what, women's so, do 12? Me, God. <laughs> gotta get it down to 12. So with Mellow Gold, I have two songs off Mellow Gold. I have Loser, I feel like, which is a pretty obvious one, and Beer Can. Mm, okay. Can I ask, why have you left out Pay No Mind? I don't know. I mean, that one, I feel like in whittling these down, it was just like you have to get through so many. Yeah. I, know, um, I know what you mean. You're trying to make what space. Do you, I mean, I... Yeah, what do, you, what do you have? I had, like, absolutely, I had Loser, and then I had Pay No Mind. However, Pay No Mind, I came back to and, mm. and included it. Um, I did also have Beer Can as a consideration, but I just kind of... Going through my long, long, long list, I was a bit like, oh, probably can't afford to squeeze it in, you know, on my favourite all-time Beck song. So I went with Loser and Pay No Mind off this album. But as I said, Pay No Mind was a late entry into my consideration. Gotcha. But we we definitely agree on Loser. We've got a lock on Loser, I think. Okay. Shall we move on? Yep. So 1994's One Foot in the Grave, which was actually recorded prior to Mellow Gold, but released mm-hmm. after. Did you have any off this I, one? I have He's a Mighty Good Leader, which isn't a song that Beck wrote, but it's a cover. And I think it's a really good example of some of the old kind of like country blues music that he grew up on. And yeah. it was a huge influence for him, which is why I included it. I had Arsehole. Mm. Arsehole's a great okay. song. A really clever, right. cute, very Beck song. That's cool. All right. If you're listening to this and you haven't really listened to One Foot in the Grave, I highly recommend listening to this album. It's amazing. Yeah, I feel like it's a really good showcase of like the stuff you can still hear. And I feel like throughout every album he's done since then. Yeah, yeah, You can 100%. still hear parts of that. It's like Beck at his purest. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. okay so, so we don't agree on any on on that one for our favorite songs. That's going to be tricky. Um, Yep. All right. Let's keep rolling along. 1996, Odalay, uh, co-produced by the Dust Brothers. Mm. What have you got off this? I, 
I freaking love this album. So it was really hard to whittle this down. I ended up whittling it down to six. Um, so I have Hot Wax, <laughs> Lord Only Knows, The New Pollution, Jackass, Where It's At, and Ramshackle. I find it really interesting that you've left off Devil's Haircut. I, which was an uh, obvious choice. However, I kind of agree that it's not his greatest song. It's a very Beck song and there's a lot of songs that fall into that kind of category. However, yes. I also see that it's one of his most recognisable songs, so I could not leave it out. So I've got Devil's Haircut, Hot Wax, The New Pollution, Jackass, Where It's At, and on the deluxe edition release off the A Life Less Ordinary soundtrack, Dead Weight. Oh, man. So you don't have Lord Only Knows. No. Oh, so good. It's going to be a serious fistfight. <laughs> God, that one's so good. But I'm glad that you agree on, like, Jackass, because I wasn't sure if you're going to have that on oh, there. Jackass, um, Jackass is one of his best. Got to be on there. It's, where, it's so good. Where it's at's pretty obvious. New Pollution yeah. is pretty obvious to me. It stands so out. Cool. Devil's Haircut, I felt like that too. I'm like, I feel like this is a really well-known and recognizable Beck song, but it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. And, and, you're, and, like, it's not one that I'm, like, I mean, it's cool, but it's, yeah, it just, it just, I just felt like there were stronger ones. Interesting. On, Interesting. Definitely on Odalay. All right. So that one got knocked off. And you didn't have Dead Weight as a consideration? I didn't. Oh. I didn't. It's a beautiful song. It's one of my favorite Beck songs. <laughs> I, uh, this was so hard. I agree, though. It's a really, really gorgeous song. I feel like there's a lot in that category also. Oh, God, here we go. All Throughout right. his career. Shall we move on to the next album, 1998's Mutations? Yep. Uh, producer Ni- mm-hmm. Nigel Godrich. I didn't have anything off mm-hmm. that. Like, there are a few songs that I noted down, but I actually didn't choose any for my list. I have Tropicalia. Yeah. I love that song. I, I feel like it's so, like, quirky and weird. It's quirky and weird. I'll give you that. Like, it does a lot. You know, I mean... To be honest, my only consideration for this was nobody's fault but my own. I actually, I don't think I was ever really uh, going to go for Tropicalia. I actually had that one originally on my list and then knocked it mm. because... It wasn't the strongest again, of his albums. It was a bit of a middle album, I find. I agree. Let's move on. All right. 99, he released Midnight Vultures. So shall we call it the uh, the cool celebrity album? God, this is such a cool album. With all the, the Jack Black and... Who else is on that? I guess was Dave Jack gone? Black was on it. It is in the uh, film clip. You know the sex laws uh, film clip. It had like all the. I don't remember like, that. Basically, all the kind of Jack Black crew kind of people were in the film clip. Um, very mm. over the top, but it was pretty cool. So Midnight Vultures. Uh, yeah, I had sex laws, mixed business, and Deborah. That's it. Yeah, because actually, I don't wow. like this album all that much. The album actually kind of annoys me. I find it's a bit Why? too it's a bit too much. It's a bit too over the top. I don't think it was his greatest moment. I I recognise that it was one of his biggest commercially, but I also found it was real a real kind of like radio rock album and I didn't like that aspect of it. I read something where he said too, where like after Midnight Vultures, he felt like he kind of just put stuff together. Like he had all these different ideas and he had stuff that was like previously recorded and previous ideas. Like he has so many things that he just hasn't released. And this was an album where he just kinda like you know, put 
different songs together, but it wasn't super cohesive. And, and coming off of this, people couldn't tell if he was like faking it or like trying to be silly or like kind of like didn't really know what to make of him after this. And that, that was the kind of feeling that I got from this album at the time. And still, I think it was just a bit of like, it does feel a bit fake. It does feel a bit put on. Whereas a lot of his past and future music was very heartfelt. Um, and you can really tell what he's trying to say and trying to do with yeah. the music. Whereas this, I felt it was just a kind of cash in of his career at that point. I have four songs that I really like from this album. Nicotine and Gravy, Mixed Business, Beautiful Way, and Deborah. Okay, so you left off the uh, the single, the big single, Sex Laws. Sex Laws. Yeah, I like it, but it wasn't my favorite because I would put that in the same category as like Nicotine and Gravy and Mixed Business, and I, I like those two over I, Sex I Laws. Do, I do have to say I prefer Mixed Business over Sex Laws, and they're pretty much like very similar songs. And I think mixed business is definitely stronger. So it came down to knocking one of those off. It'd be the same. All right. Business. You're knocking songs off already. All right. Well, uh, we agree on mixed business and Deborah for sure. Now, can, I think Beautiful Way, I feel I forgot about that song. And when I went back and listened uh, last week, I was like, dang, that song's so pretty. And it's definitely different than the rest of that album. And I feel like that's where the heart is in that song on that album. Yeah. 2000, he had Stray Blues, a collection of B-sides. I didn't have anything off that, it being B-sides mm. and all. But in 2001, he appeared on Air's album 10,000 HZ, HZ uh, the song The Vagabond. I don't know it. No. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be yeah. really hard then because that's also one of my favourite Beck songs. It's such a key song in his career, I think. Like, it's just... People love is it. Is he featured? One. He's featured on the air song. Yeah, he sings on it's it. It's with air. So it's his vocal. Uh, he also co wrote the song. And a lot of the reviews at the time were calling for like an entire Beck slash air like collaboration album off the which is a great off idea. The back of this song. And like it was definitely the standout song on the album. Like, you know, mm. it remains one of the strongest songs. Um, yeah. That, uh, that is it like did. a slower tune or is, I mean, with air, I'd feel like it's more chill. It's a bit groovy though. For sure. it's, it's a groovy, chill mm. song. Okay. So we've got The Vagabond. And then after that, is that when Sea Change comes along yep, in 2002? Sea Change God. produced uh, by, again, Nigel Godrick and of course Beck. I had the golden age, Guess I'm Doing Fine, Lonesome Tears and Lost Cause. I could have had many other songs on this album, but I, I cut it down to four because, I mean, otherwise, you know, we, we're talking 12 songs that we get to pick here, so I had to be tough. This album just, like, pulls your heart out of your chest and, like, stomps on it. It's just so good. So I had the same problem with you, like, narrowing this down, but I ended up getting it, cutting it down to three. Ooh. Um have the golden age guess i'm doing fine and lost cause okay cool yep that's good we agree we agree there so that makes it easy <laughs> i just couldn't get rid of any one of those these are all just so gorgeous and like such like a i mean even at that time too like the early 2000s it was just like such a, like a transitional point in my life and it was just such a beautiful like soundtrack yeah, it's a fantastic that. album that one and after that album there was the movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And on the soundtrack was a song that Beck covered, Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime, 
which is oh my god, you're yeah one of my favorite moments of his, of his career. It's such a good, such a good recording. And when you listen to the original, uh, which is by the Corgis, like the original doesn't have nothing on Beck. Like that song was written for Beck. It is so mm. good. It's uh, yeah, I love that one. So that's on your last on your list too. Yeah. Okie dokie. 2005, he released Guero. Uh, again, he was working with the Dust Brothers on this one. Did you have anything off this? I have five songs Jeez. from this. All right. I, How'd you find uh, five I, off this album? How did I find five? How did I get, cut it back to five, I think, how, is the you, real you've question. you got more off this than Sea Change. Uh, well, okay, so this is Beck to me. I freaking love this album, and it feels... Like, so many of the songs on here just feel like California and, like, L.A. specifically. And, like, it was hard to cut it back to this. But I will give you, I mean, I hope we have some overlap. I'll give you the five that I have. All right, go for it. I have E-Pro, Kondowero, Girl, Black Tambourine, and Hell Yes. Okay, Hell Yes, I'm not, I just don't think it's that strong a song. Black Tambourine, yeah, it's it's all right. E-Pro, Guero, and Girl, I agree with you on those three. They were the three that okay. I picked off this album. I, I see your point about Hell Yes. I kind of, like, I really, really like it, but I would agree it's not the strongest of the ones that I chose. If I had to choose, Guero would be, like, up above, way above all of them. E-Pro is a fantastic song, so that's And E-Pro is great, too. Kondowero just like feels like Los Angeles. It, I, I love it. And Epro, I don't know. I also really like Black Tambourine. So I might put those even with each other. And then I really like Girl. So I'm glad that we agree on at least three of them. Epro, Kondowero, and Girl. Because if you weren't going to agree on Kondo, I would be <laughs> fighting really, really hard for that. All right. Moving on to the 2006 release, The Information. Yep. Do you have any off of that one? Uh, look, I, I like a few of the songs, but I actually didn't didn't end up picking any. Mm, okay, I put "Think I'm in Love" and "No Complaints," mm. and I like "No Complaints" because I feel like it's I love like the whistling and I feel like it's really playful. And do you remember like those weird? Did you ever get the CD? Did you have this CD? No, I didn't have this CD. So I had this CD, and it came with like stickers. It was supposed to be like cool, like interactive thing, and it came with these weird music video. So it had a disc that had like, I remember no complaints, like the video for no complaints just had like him and somebody else in like these like bear costumes. Uh, But yeah, I really, I don't know. I I, I agree. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's the strongest album, but I do like those two songs, but let's see where we end up on our list. I'm not, I'm not ready to like fight for them. Yeah. 2008's Modern Guilt, uh, Danger Mouse were on the uh, producing decks for this one. Mm -hmm. Gamma Ray is the song I chose off it. You? So good. Yeah, I have Gamma Ray and I also have Modern Guilt. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Modern Guilt's a good song. I didn't choose it, but I agree it's a very good song. Yeah, I thought I'd have more songs from that album, but I think I really just like the whole album. Like, there's no loser on there. There's no big, huge hit, but it's a really, really nice, great album to listen to from start to finish. 2012... Uh, he released the album Song Reader, which was actually just a book of song charts, um, which a whole bunch of artists, he, he basically reached out to artists to cover 
the songs and so all over the place there's all these random covers of from that album um of his own covers of his own songs uh yeah um but basically jack white jarvis cocker lord huron nora jones and jack black all did recordings of these songs in the end um beck I think went back and did one or two recordings as well a bit later on and he also plays them at concerts every now and again. Um, so it, it's a really great concept. No one had really done it before. I love that he tried it and I love that a lot of artists stepped up to the plate and um, recorded their own versions of the songs. That's really cool. And is that around the time or maybe it was a little bit earlier when he was, do you remember when he was doing that like Beck's Record Club? I think that's what it was called. Yeah, where he did uh, where he, In Excess Kick and oh my God, he did that album so well. Yeah, but who was that with? Because he would have like a different artist come in and they would cover a whole album yeah. in like a session. Yeah, I forget who, they did uh, The Velvet did Underground. Yeah, The Velvet Underground one was cool too. Yeah, I forget, forget who we did it with. But that might have been a little bit earlier than, I think maybe that was like 2009, 2010 when that was going on. Yeah. Great career though. God, what a career. Uh, 2014, Morning Phase. I love that he produced this alone, which is really cool, seeing as it absolutely scooped the Grammys with Album of the Year, Best Engineered Album, Non-Classical and Best Rock Album. Yes, yeah, such it's a It's a very controversial album. Grammy year. Yep, yep. I mean, look, honestly, on this album, like, I remember being a bit like, yes, number two sea change, you know, I remember it being a really strong album, but listening to it now, I'm like, God, every single song could be, like, one of his best songs. However, it's also just... It's a real piece of music, the whole thing together. Um, so I actually did find it hard to pick which songs stood out to me, but I've gone with Morning and Blue Moon off this album. So, yeah, I feel like it definitely is like a follow-up to Sea Change. And I know some people are like, eh. uh, I wasn't into it either when I first heard it. I was like, yeah, okay. Like I said earlier too, like we already have Sea Change. <laughs> we don't need another one because that song is like, that album is just so perfect. But going back and listening to like, there were a few standouts, but I ultimately also chose Blue Moon because that's a really, really beautiful song. It's definitely the best song of this album, I think. And it's just like a heart wrencher too. Yeah. Man. And around this Um, time, there was also the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack, Scott Pilgrim versus the world uh, that he mm -hmm. did. Um, And there's a song on it called Ramona that he does which is an amazing song which actually it's funny sometimes when artists do like do a soundtrack or like you know work on a project and then come to do an album and the project they're doing before or after sounds so much like the album they did and in fact I would argue that if Ramona was on Morning Phase, Ramona would have been one of the standout tracks on this album. It's very similar to Morning, but I think it's actually, it's more emotive, the way they use the strings, uh, the mm-hmm. simpleness of the lyrics. Uh, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous song. It really is a beautiful song. I love the strings in it, like you mentioned, and I do think it could belong on Morning Phase. I agree, totally. But yeah, Ramona. I don't have it on my list, but I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I've got it on my list. It's a great song. But let's move on. 2017, he released Colours. I love this record. I absolutely <laughs> love this record. It's one of my favourite uh, Beck records. I, I just feel what? I feel like it's one of the most perfect pop albums that I've ever heard. And it's, it's so upbeat. It's so bright. It's so overproduced, you know, which is a bit, you know, anti-Beck, but it works. It works so well. Um... I could choose every song off this bloody album, but I've 
I, I've whittled it down to two. I went with dreams and up all night. Fight oh me, my Nicole. God. Fight me. Let's go. And it also won the best I, alternative music album uh, at the Grammys. Mm, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I would have to disagree with you on a lot of things you just said. <laughs> I really don't like this album very much. Um, I really don't like Up All Night. It's like, it's okay. I don't know. I don't. Uh, what about Dreams? I just, that, I, that guitar I, sound I, like. Oh. Yeah, that part's cool. But then like the rest of it, I'm like, I really don't like, I really don't. I don't want to like sit here and bash it. I will be positive and say that I do like Dear Life. Dear and Life that one wasn't on your song. list. I, I really fought with that one or Up All Night and I, I went with that one, but I could quite easily be convinced to include Dear Life. It's such a good song. Okay. Mm, Kit can be slant. Yeah, that was the only one I chose from this album. I really don't care for it. It is fun, but it's not what I'm going to Beck for. Yeah. Um, but Dear Life is, I do like Dear Life. It's got that cool little like piano riff that feels a little bluesy. Yeah. Like I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. 2019. His most recent album is Hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Produced by Beck, Farrah Williams, plus Greg Kirsten, Cole MGN and Paul Epworth. Uh, I really like the track Saw Lightning on this. I'm not going to choose it just because it's quite recent. I'm not sure how it's going to age in my mind. Um, but I do yeah. think it's a really good track, as is Uneventful Days. This is a really cool album. Really cool album. I love what he's tried to do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he's achieved his best work, but it's a very good album. Um, wait, so you had Saw Lightning and what else? Oh, uh, yeah, but I didn't actually include these. As oh, you didn't songs, include it. So, so you don't have any off of this no, album. No. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think I liked this album at first. And after going back and listening, I actually really do like it as well. Um, I just like didn't give it a chance. I think after Colors, I was so just like disappointed that when Hyperspace came out, I was like, Ugh, I don't you know, I'm like, whatever. I'm kind of like didn't really pay attention to it yeah. but um i would agree i do like saw lightning i think it's a really cool song um and it's got that kind of like slide guitar thing in there that again is very like feels like beck that yeah. like kind of blending it's, it's future elements in it's future beck uh <laughs> i also like die waiting okay yeah, i think cool it's song. a really pretty yeah. song and everlasting nothing which is the last song on it Mm. And you know this is also um, this is his breakup album as well. I know. So it's kind of kind of sad, but he says he it does have those moments going to wait on you and everlasting nothing. They're really kind of they're not as like sad as the songs on Sea Change, but I feel like they sit again somewhere in that world, and it feels like a very like He's, he said it feels like a very mature Beck. Like Beck has grown up, and his songwriting like lyrics really really shine yeah, on 100%. these songs, and that's why I chose them. Yeah, he he said he didn't want to have to do another Sea Change to do a breakup album. He didn't want to do like a breakup album because he'd already done two really somber albums in Sea Change mm-hmm. Morning Phase, you know, and so this one he just put in the lyrics but, you know, did the music as it was. Um, it's a great and, album. Yeah, and I would say to anyone too who hasn't really given this one a shot because it's fairly, it's fairly new, it came out last year, to go back and listen to the whole thing. I was like very pleasantly like surprised at how much I ended up really liking it and we'll go back, I'll still go back to these songs. I would also urge anyone listening to do the same for Colours. <laughs> Kit's advice, not mine. 
Um, look, bra- love you, Beck. Bravo to Beck for such a strong career where even his most recent albums are up there with his best. Like, just an amazing career. Such a great songwriter, such a great producer. Uh, yeah, what an artist. And I think, yeah, I think it's what's really cool about him too is like he's managed to stay, and I know I'm saying I don't like colors, it's like too poppy, it doesn't feel like Beck, but there are plenty of people like you who do, and he's managed to keep an audience and and like just remain relevant and remain like current, and he like doesn't live in this kind of, I feel like sometimes when artists have careers that are over, you know, 20 years long, they kind of pigeonhole themselves into like this one kind of sound. And Beck is just always playing with genres. Maybe it doesn't work as well as sometimes like you for Midnight Vultures didn't really work for you. Colors didn't really work for me, but he still remains very interested. You can tell he's interested in the world and what's going on in music. And he doesn't copy that, but he like expands on it and blends things and wants to work with new people all the time. And it just like keeps things fresh, but all the still kind of like putting his little stamp on things. So um, I think he, you know, I already had like a ton of respect for Beck and now like going back and doing this and like listening through all these albums again, like from start to finish, I'm just like, man, like just blown away yeah. by his talent and like creativity and um, yeah. So what have we got? What's it, what are our locks and what do we have left to fight over? So let's, let's see, let's count here too. Cause I don't. I mean, I'll read them and, and re- count them. Remember, um, people, we're looking for twelve songs here. We've got to knuckle it down narrow- to to twelve. So to twelve. So let's start with where our crossover is, and see where that where that gets us because there is so much here. Um, so we have loser, hot wax, the new pollution, jackass, where it's at, mixed business, Deborah, the golden age, guess I'm doing fine, lost cause. E Pro, Kondowero, Girl, it's thirteen, Gamma Ray, <laughs> Blue Moon, Oh God, Saw Lightning. Wow, that's sixteen. I think that's not. T- yeah, yeah, that's, that's not too bad. Yeah, right? Is that sixteen? Let me double count. So what are we going to start killing off? Yeah, sixteen. Because you didn't put dear. You were like iffy on dear life, and I don't know if we should fight for it. We already have sixteen. Sixteen's not too bad for crossovers. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we got to knock four off of here. I mean, I feel like we definitely need. We definitely. What are our? What are our, Like, do we know for sure? Like, I feel like we. Well, I think I definitely think loser. Definitely loser. If we're starting at the top. Yep. And then if we want to skip over to Odalay, we have four on that album. We have Hot Wax, The New Pollution, Jackass, and Where It's At. I would say New Pollution, Jackass, and Where It's At, for me, are probably the key ones that I, I'd have to have off that album. Hot Wax, I could probably drop. I could probably also drop Hot Wax. Moving on. You did not have anything on Mutations. I had Tropicalia. I don't really want to let that one go, but... Is, right. is, it, is uh, it any better than the 16 that we've got there? I don't think it is. Not if I can. Okay, well, let's see. Yeah, because I feel like it belongs on Midnight Vultures. Mm. And and we have And then on Midnight Vultures, crossover. I think like Mixed Business and Deborah are better songs than that. 
Know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the quirkiness of Tropicana, but yeah, I could I could go with big. <sighs> and I'm more than happy to leave sex laws off midnight vultures. I don't think. Oh, great! I don't think it needs to be done because, as I said before, mixed business is a much better song than sex laws. So. Okay, so mixed business, Deborah. Okay, uh, so moving I, on to. C- just, can I just give credit to Deborah? That song is so Prince, and be, being. Oh well, being I mean, Prince he was. Fans, I mean. I, d- I don't think he denies that either. No, no, no. He celebrates that. And I love yeah, that about 100. it. Yeah, 100. He's not, he's not afraid to, to tell it like it is. And Deborah is definitely a tribute almost to Prince. It's brilliant. His falsetto is just so cool. I love, I was just going to say that. Yeah. That, like, yeah. Oh, I love it. I want to listen to it really badly. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on to sea change. Yeah. Are there any that you could drop off there? So we had four that we agreed on, didn't we? Uh, um, I can't let go of Lost Cause. I feel like that might be. No, Lost Cause is the best song on that album. It's not going anywhere. Golden Age is also a standout. Mm. Um, I think Lonesome Tears and Guess I'm Doing Fine are the two. Uh, uh, do we agree on both of those? Can I ask? No, I didn't have Lonesome Tears. Okay, cool. So that's fine. Not that I don't like it. I guess I'm doing fine. Like, guess I'm doing fine actually was the last of the four that I that I put down. However, I put it down because I watched a couple of live shows of his um, online, and oh my god, guess I'm doing fine live is really amazing. Um, you know, sometimes when like there's that kind of just real raw acoustic guitar and it sounded like something from like the band or something like so good. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I had it in. However, out of golden age, lost cause and guess I'm doing fine. I think I would drop guess, guess I'm doing fine out of those three. Really? Um, but I look at lost cause is definitely the lock. Golden age lost or cause. guess I'm doing fine. We could have conversations on. Or we could just keep all the, uh, all three of them in and say they have to. Be let's in. keep them for now and see if we cut anything else out, and then maybe we can come back to it and have a standoff. Um, did you? So you you didn't agree on everybody's got to learn sometime because I think that's his best song off Sea Change. <laughs> oh, you do not lost cause. Well, well, no, I was joking because it's off Eternal oh. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind okay. soundtrack. Yeah, um, okay. but I love that song, and it's such a Beck song. It's such a recognizable song of his. You know what I mean? Would you be willing to trade? I mean, like, do you feel strongly enough about it to knock something else off or do we want to go there yet? I would absolutely trade something on that one because for me, it has to be on there. Like, you know, I would definitely knock off a sea change song. I would, look, I would be prepared to drop a a colours consideration for that one as well. Like, Mm. I'd drop off uh, Gamma Ray off modern guilt for Ooh, that no. um i'd also drop off epro or guero you know there's a lot of songs i drop off for, for that song to be on the list i feel very strongly about this you do feel very strongly about this <laughs> um, I love the negotiation that we get down to on this podcast. well that's not one of the 16 oh, okay. that we had crossover but yeah. you do feel strongly about Sometimes that. when someone feels strong, strongly, we need to make allowances. <laughs> we do, Well, yeah. No, I get it. I get what you mean because, I mean, that would be, yeah. I know. I totally understand what you mean about about that. Let's leave it on for now. Let's see where we're at. Let's just yep. keep going. Yep. We've knocked we've knocked one off so far. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, where are we? Uh, what do we agree on there? 
E-Pro, Kandowero, and Girl. I would, okay, I would think Girl is probably the best song out of those three, followed by E-Pro. Mm-mm, Kanda is the strongest. Okay, interesting. Kanda is definitely the strongest. Like, I would drop, I really like E-Pro, but I think I would drop it to keep Girl and Kanda if we have to. I'd, I'd be prepared to do that, and I think... I think we might have to do something like that. Like, I, uh, then again, I feel like "Girl" is very much just a, just another Beck song. Like, it's a great Beck song, but it's also it's so Beck. You know what I mean? I love it. It's a it's an obvious. I song, really it's a like great it. Song. I it would, is. I look. I I would drop E Pro if we're keeping Wero and Girl. I'm happy to do that. But put a little kind of shaky. Asterisks next to it or something. Like a maybe. Yeah. Because uh, you also didn't agree with Black Tambourine, which I yeah, freaking no. love that song. Yeah. But I think we're both uh, feel the same way about E-Pro, so I feel like it's okay to maybe I, I think you've got to go with like, some look, if you wanted Black Tambourine, do you prefer that over any of those other songs that we were just talking about? Kayonda and Girl, no, no. The, yeah. Kayonda and Girl are my favourites on that album. Then I think we've got the two so. songs off that album that we want to go with. All right, so let's do that. Let's drop E-Pro. Um, the information, you didn't have anything. Okay, so no, we're not going back over that. Okay, so Modern Guilt, we both agree on Gamma Ray. Yep. I feel like we should just leave it. Look, I feel like we should leave it for now, but I I would be willing to give that one away because I chose it as a, as a strong song, but it's more the album for me that's really good. And I actually... You know, like compared to other albums in his career, other songs in his career, Lost Cause, Guess I'm Doing Fine, are stronger songs. Um, I feel like if I was going to go back and listen to like a, a, a Greatest Hits Beck album, I would feel like something was missing if we didn't have anything from Modern Guilt on there. All right. It'd feel incomplete. Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. So for that reason, I say we keep Gamma Ray. All right. Blue Moon Blue on Moon Morning Face. Yeah, and like Morning, you know, like I, I do love Morning. However, yeah, I, I mean, as I said, I feel like that um, Ramona off the uh, off the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack is actually stronger than Morning. Um, so look, Blue, you mean Blue Moon? Uh, no, didn't we both have Morning, or did we just have Blue Moon? We both had Blue Moon. Okay, that's it. That's, I didn't, that's the only one I had. Okay, Blue Moon, it is. Lock it in. Um, colors. I'm okay, like not having anything from Colors on my favorite. But I, I, th- I think for for Korea's sake, in terms of what he's got in his pocket, I don't think we need to include anything off Colors. It's still definitely one of my favorite albums. It's done, but yeah, all right. You know, he's probably had better singles, so fair enough. Uh, Hyperspace. All right, that was easy. Hyperspace. Do we need Saw Lightning on there? I don't feel like we do. If we're going to be squeezing, I don't feel like out. we need it. Yeah. Um. I, it's also not my favorite. I still think Die Waiting is my favorite, and you didn't put that one. No. So we're not putting anything from the last two releases from Colors or Hyperspace. That, look, that's okay. It's not to say they're, that they're bad albums. They're amazing albums. But the the problem is he's got such a big career, like such a long career that goes yeah. to so many different places as well as the collaborations to consider. I mean, you know, Deadweight, we haven't really discussed that in detail either. Um, which, I know, which I know. That's doesn't sound like you're willing to bring that one to the party, which is disappointing. I'm disappointed in Nicole, but I can understand. You know, it's it's hard when you've got this many great songs to choose from. It's so hard. Well, we have 14 now, so we still have to whittle it down further. So do you want me to recap what we've got here? Yep, yep. 
We have Loser, The New Pollution, Jackass, Where It's At, Mixed Business, Deborah, The Golden Age, Guess I'm Doing Fine, Lost Cause, Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime, K Ondoero, Girl, Gamma Ray, and Blue Moon. Oh, how do you cut a song out of that? Um, I think we have to knock something off Sea Change. Yeah, I think we do too, I think. <laughs> because, I, and I would knock The Golden Age off. Yep, done. Really? Ooh, yep. that was easy. Because okay, okay, Lost Causes stand out for me. We had Guess I'm Doing Fine, didn't we, as well? And you, uh, yeah, we have Guess I'm Doing Fine and Lost yeah, Causes, yeah. and you wanted everybody's yeah, got to like, learn like, some Like, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's, it's, not- hard to, it's hard to cut that song off because it is definitely one of his best. But on that album, you know, Lost Causes is a better song. So, yeah, okay, let's do that. I think I'd be satisfied with that. And then also having Blue Moon from Morning Phase, which fits in that world, I feel like I'd be pretty satisfied having the three of those. Could you cut anything from Odelay to get this down? Man, I already cut it down. <laughs> like, I, know, I, I, know, I love I that know. album so much. And you already made me cut Wero down to two, and I had five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what are you doing to me? Um, well, you wouldn't so let me have, have, have Dead Weight off that. Like, I love Dead Weight. It's one of oh, my favorite songs. It's so good. How the heck do I whittle down Odalay even more? Okay, so the three we have are the new pollution, Jackass, and where it's at. I mean, if I had to, I would take new pollution off. No, I wouldn't of take. Those three. No, I'd take Jackass I wouldn't, off. Uh, no way would I take Jack. No way. No way. Okay. What? Absolutely not. Okay, what else do we have to cut off then? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, this God, is tricky. Dang it. I knew it would come to this. Um, I mean, if we could just get rid of your everybody's going to learn something. <laughs> no, no, that's then staying. Then we'd be good. That's staying. That's staying. Um, I mean, there's nothing else we can do here. There's nothing else we can, can you, do. Can you, can, you read, can you read out what we've got again, please? Okay, so loser. Lock. The new pollution. Lock. Jackass. Lock. Where it's at. Lock. Mixed business, Deborah. You say mixed business and Deborah. I could be swayed on. Know what I mean? I can't. All right. Okay. I can't because. So that's six then, is it? If we've got, maybe Deborah. Maybe, maybe Deborah. Okay, yeah, so Deborah's my Deborah was an outlier for me. I initially thought when I put that down, like I could knock that off though, if it came. I think for me, there's two songs that I'm willing to cut off here, either Deborah or Gamma Ray. Yeah, but we can't cut off Gamma Ray. Just for, why, why not? Because I, I said already, I feel like it would be like something was missing. Because we wouldn't have, There's and I'm be a not lot saying like we have to. Off this list. But like we would end on pretty much Wero, and the only thing past Wero that we'd have is Blue Moon from Morning Phase. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. We, I mean, because we're skipping over the information because you weren't super into it. And then we're not doing anything colors because I'm not super into it. And then hyperspace, we're iffy on. And Modern Guilt, I feel like I, I feel like I need something from Modern Guilt okay. on there because that album, like, I think we agree it, there's not like a s- single, like a true standout on that. So, but sorry, on where It would just, on I where think, here, Gamma Ray. What, what do we mm-hmm. have on Wero? Kayonda and Girl. I, okay, I, th- I, was, I think we've got a choice and it's out of those three. This is, I think it's out of Girl, Wero, or Deborah. Mm-mm. Wero's not coming off there. I think I would say it's either the new pollution, Deborah. Then I well I think we've or got Deborah. Yeah, I think it's there. <laughs> I think we both said that we're kind of willing to give 
Deborah up. Like, I actually don't think it's his greatest song, but I love it for what it does and what it says. Like, it's it's yeah. fun and it's a it's a really cool song. But out of out of the songs that we're all talking about, you know, I I probably think the only song that it's that it stands out as better than on this list would be Gamma Ray. And if you're not willing to give up on Gamma Ray, then I'm willing to give up on Deborah. Because then you're still getting a good representation of his later albums. I agree on that. And we need to give good representation. These albums deserve it. I think these albums do deserve it. Okay. I mean, we're just front-loading hot on Odalay, but I do love that album. We have three songs from it. And I, yeah, I think I'd rather keep three songs from Odalay than two songs from Midnight Vultures. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and Great. as I, then said, I think it's, Deborah- it's, you know, one of my least favorite albums is Midnight Vultures. So I'm happy to only have a song off it. And I think that actually makes a really yeah. accomplished, great, strong list. Uh, you know, a really good representation of a fantastic artists. Definitely one of the most diverse and talented artists going around today. Um, I think that list really shows it. I think we're good. Yeah. So let's recap here. So we got rid of Deborah. Oh, it hurts, but we had to do it. Um, See you, Deborah. Okay. So we've got Loser, The New Pollution, Jackass, Where It's At. Mixed business, guess I'm doing fine, lost cause, everybody's got to learn sometime, Kondoero, girl, gamma ray, and blue moon. That's 12. I think we've done it. All right. Well, there you have it. Those are our favorite songs. <sighs> Most of our favorite songs by Beck. <laughs> I feel like I just ran an emotional marathon, people. I really <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. Really hard. Man. But it's going to be great. I think it'll be really satisfying. Like we, we, when we listen to this greatest hits list, it will be very satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. And then you might want to pop on Deborah or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thanks for working, me, working with me on that one. I know it was, I know it was tricky, but we got there in the end. We got there and there's so much. And I would encourage all of our listeners to like, not only listen to our favorite songs list, but also go back and just spend some time going through Beck's catalog because it really is incredible and there's a lot of really really cool stuff on here there absolutely is so good we love you beck thank you for listening to favorite songs by you can find all episodes with accompanying playlist on spotify at favorite songs by podcast follow us on instagram at favorite songs by and if you like what you heard please share us with your friends favorite songs by was created and produced by me nicole pruch with help from kit atkinson special thanks to our co-producer and engineer mike santos